0: Hello, hello everybody. This is Inga Rimkevičiute and here's my story I'm sharing on Trap Life podcast. Uh, we can stay connected and you can find me on social media either Instagram Inga. or uh, Facebook Inga R-I-M-K-E-V-I-C-I-U-T-E. Uh, I hope my experiences inspire you and remember Dreams over doubt. Everything is figure it outable. Stay updated by checking our new episodes on the most electric podcast on the world on Wednesdays and Sundays. I feel like
1: you know a lot of entrepreneurs, especially women and mothers, especially mothers who are raising kids and raising businesses. You know that's like I salute them because that's a whole different. I mean, now you had to play different roles in different aspects of your life. And it's, it's, it's tough sometimes.
0: Um, From what I've seen from like a trend um, is that a lot of female entrepreneurs, women in entrepreneurship roles or leadership roles uh, in businesses um, or, you know, thought leaders, whatever, you you know, you kind of want to say people who are game changers, they a lot of them are mothers and motherhood kind of propels them to maximize their potential. It's not something that holds them back, but it's actually like it accelerates and accentuates all of their gifts and gives them a complete different mode and layers of um, ambition and uh, precision with how they're accomplishing their goals on like they f- seem to be able to find like the optimal path for execution for themselves.
1: Yes, I I completely agree with you and honestly I've been blessed enough in my life to be surrounded but like nothing but strong like women who, you know, have had children and still, you know, were very successful in their businesses. You know, I have a lot of great examples. Um, you know, that I was just like, okay, wow. So obviously one of the my biggest fears when I got pregnant was, you know, people con again, people constantly in my ear telling me that my life was gonna change drastically, you know, that I wasn't gonna be able to do all the things I wanted anymore. That uh, I can't, you know, you know, like, go and have fun, I guess. And that's another thing, like, what people define by fun to me, it's, like, going out in the clubs. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know when on earth that was, like, written that, like, that's a definition of fun. But, like, that's another thing. Like, when people that, like, especially people that had no idea who I I am or who I was, like, just kind of, like, strangers sometimes with people that, like, kind of knew me in high school they're like oh well you know like oh well you didn't really get to party like how are you going to party now sort of deal and i don't think that that was ever a big thing for me anyways (laughs) so in, in business too like like you were saying like um i had a conversation with someone very close to me who told me that you know at the time, I, I, I had a coach, like I said, and he was a male. He was in his 20s. I was like, you know, he's a father, too. He was a father. So I remember having a conversation with, you know, the person that was very close to me. And uh, I I told her, I was just like, well, he's doing it. So why 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 can't I, you know? And she she told me it's because he's a guy. He doesn't have, you know, you're, you're a mother. It's a very different role. You know, it's going to be 10 times harder for you. And, you know... She wasn't wrong. It's been pretty hard. Uh, but it's very like you said, it's just something that it, it does get you to a next level. Like I that's why and this is this is where it gets I guess controversial a little bit. Because there's people, there's so many women that come to me when they find out that they get pregnant and they they ask me about should I have an abortion? Or you know, or should I is this going to, you know, I don't want it to interfere with my career or, you know, I'm doing this and I don't want it to interfere, you know, with this or like it wasn't part of the plan or, you know, and, and it's just, it's a, it's a common fear. Like it's okay, but I, let's be honest. Like most, I feel like most people were unplanned anyways. Most people on this earth was not, were unplanned, Definitely. Um, but you know, we're still doing pretty good. You know, <laughs> we're still going, uh, but, where I'm going with this, it's just like, yeah, it's gonna be difficult, but but, like you said it's a it's a different type of drive uh now, me personally, I can come home uh and then look at my son and you know not say like I gave him my all today, now I'm gonna come home, and whatever because in sales like it's another thing in sales is being an entrepreneur in general just in business like you're gonna have really bad days sometimes like you're gonna have your day sometimes weeks you know, where you, you want to whole-
0: quit where you're like this isn't for me i'm done i've Everyone yeah. who said doubted me they were right, I was wrong, and
1: yeah you 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 try to talk yourself out of things you know that oh, negative self
0: talk is really kicking in it's on overdrive, yeah,
1: right it's just everything that could possibly go wrong is is going wrong, you know, like Murphy's law in
0: full effect, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, exactly, so now you're like talking yourself out of things, and it's a different you you're in a different level when you come home and you kind of listen to yourself, and then you look at your kid, and you're like, "Well, no, I can't. You know, I can't quit because, right there, you know, they're looking right back at you, like, you know, I I need to set an example that I don't, I don't want to be that mother that tells her son, you know, I, you know, I, I wanted to do this, but I couldn't do it because, you know, I had you, and I hate like a lot of people, like it's it's messed up, but a lot of like people that don't want to have kids i feel like their parents at some point they told them that i swear that it's just something that they probably put in their head you know where it's just people think like a kid like boom your life is over you can't do anything anymore you can't travel I actually got blocked on facebook by this girl who was who had a whole status right about living her best life and I looked at her profile and she's like I'm living my life my best life and that's because I have no kids yada 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 you know and that it's not that it upset me it's just like well no like that's not I mean if you think living your best life is going to festivals and getting like completely messed up like what <laughs> you yeah. know like Like, okay, like, okay, but you're, when you have a kid, like, you're in a different level. You're, you know, you can still go live your best life. You know, I'm out here in Colorado, quote, unquote, living my best life with my kid. You know, like, he didn't stop me from, you know, he didn't stop me or Donnie, who's my significant other, and Charlie's dad, you know, who, it's just, it didn't stop us from anything. You know, Charlie has never, has never been, you know, an, an enabler for us he has been our fuel every single time you know and and then sometimes like now it's, it's also the way that they view work that I think and I heard this from somebody that makes millions of dollars I always like to take notes especially when it was somebody that was making a lot of money but not only that I don't just look at how much money is in the bank. I look at, like, other aspects in this individual's life. Like, do you have a successful marriage, too? You know, do you have successful relationship with, you know, your closest people? Like, you know, people think of success as just, like, a monetary thing. You know, how much money is in your bank. But it is also, like, success is also, you know, having a good relationship with your spouse, having a good relationship with your children. It's having, you know, if you have just the money aspect you're just having a piece of the pie. If you have success in all areas of your life, it's having the whole pie to yourself. You know, so why not have the whole pie? So where I'm going with this is um the fact that he was discussing that, you know, kids uh they're they the drive, you know, it's a it's a way that you put work in into their little minds that sometimes a lot of kids of you work as a negative thing from, from the beginning, because it's like your parents are trading time with you for money. And that's when a lot of people start to resent money because they think that your parents or somebody that's important to you is trading quality time for money, something so artificial. But what you have to tell your kids, you know, when you're like, especially as a somebody who's, who has a business who's building it or whatever it is that you're going through that you have kids, you know, and you're building it, you know, you have to let your kids know, like, hey, every time I go out there, I'm actually making a deposit into your future. It's about you. This is about us. You know, this is not an artificial me trading time for money, you know, and, and, and that's when they start to look at things very differently, which again, it's just something that's a, your as a parent, it's just a responsibility to, you know, because the, when they go out there in the world, like the world's going to have their opinions and you got to make sure that they're strong enough to still stick to what they believe is right in their heart and in their minds and not let the, the outside noise get to them, you know, and what better example than, you know, by doing it yourself.
0: Because I think with kids, it's definitely like showing is better than telling. Like, they're gonna, they're mirrors of the parents in some aspects, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you're telling them, follow your dreams, and you're not following your dreams. Right. Like, little by little, as they grow up, they're gonna just be like, wait, what? Um, there's gonna be a disconnect, and you know, it's sad to say you kind of lose credibility a little bit.
1: You do. And, you know, it, it's something, again, I was in a seminar because that's that's part of like your growth, too. Like you had to attend. I always encourage people if it's a free seminar, like you attend it, like, you know, there's always something you have to learn. But anyways, where I'm going with this is there was a seminar where um, this man was talking about how just in general, you know, like, children I just they they teach you so much you know it's just like you don't really see what your actions are until you have like a mini you repeating exactly what you're saying and just watching everything that you do like reading you know I try to implement reading with Charlie so much but as much as I tell them to read unless I'm actually doing the reading that's the only time you're going to encourage a child to actually read which again it's just like it's a good thing to get them at a young age, especially with technology. Like I, I I'm torn between I I love technology because it's obviously very helpful, but it's also very like um it just has just disturbed the human mind. Like I feel like there's people's like people's patience. Literally there's like studies out there where people's patience is running so low because everything's so fast nowadays, you know, internet. They sell you on how fast your internet is going to be. You know, that's why they go 5G, 6G. You know, they're coming up with like new things. It's faster. So people are, I feel like they're getting more impatient in general.
0: Definitely. Um, and, I think just because like, you know, it seems like the world is moving so much faster because we're in a globalized state. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there is some unknown ramifications that are coming with technology that exactly. there there's not a there's not a blueprint for it there's not a roadmap there's something we're kind of all as a society figuring it out as we go so that's mm-hmm. and and some of these things are toxic and so you know in the future we we can kind of figure out how to eliminate that like um you know just even a generation ago to do research papers, you would have to you know spend weeks and weeks in li in a library and you know just really tab all these different sources and now you have access to all that information through a Google search
1: yeah exactly you know? yeah exactly i I think I shared the story with you one time. I have a younger sister. Uh, we're six years apart. She's six years, you know, like yeah, fair six years apart. And uh she said, I don't know. And I was just like, What do you mean you don't know? And I forgot what the question was and I was just like, Literally you have a smart computer at the Paul you can look anything up or you can research anything and everything. You know? So if you don't know something, look it up, you know, maybe like spend less time on social media comparing yourself to others and actually like pick something up you know from it you know there's audiobooks online there's like a bunch of stuff that you can like pick up and like improve a certain area in your life and people love to complain about relationships but how much research do they do into it how many how many books did they read about uh about you know how to improve their relationship with either their spouse their children i mean not they don't go the extra I guess, the extra mile forward. So they're always going to stay in, like, toxic relationships or, you know, just not moving forward, you know, with the with relationship with their kids or family members, friends, whoever, you know. So I think that's important to always, like, use your resources.
0: Because we are in the age of, you know, it's the technological age, the information age, Right but it's also like the misinformation age as well, you know, because it's like, how many times do you just get like the wrong information on purpose from the internet? It can spread like wildfire as well, you know? And so, and I think we're losing our ability to like filter out and vet, verify information. It's just like, everything has to be so quick, right? expedient.
1: Right. You know. Right, it's just like when i was doing the insurance business, so many people were so quick to assume that it was a pyramid scheme. It was a big that was a big thing that happened and that people, i mean, i lost a lot of good relationships with people over this because they believed something that the internet told them. You know and it's just like okay so that's that's okay that's that's cool that you know you did your research and stuff but like like maybe maybe actually get informed from like reliable resources like there was people that accused me of like stealing from people like I don't know where it would come from you know like I mean life insurance is a legit business and it taught me so much that you know now I can apply it to other businesses, and it's it's become you know very successful um, you know all those businesses have structure, and whether you know most most people like to call it uh, i guess multi level marketing, I guess to an extent right um, but I always like encourage people like I almost encourage people to to join a multi level marketing if you really want to get a taste for what it's like to quote-unquote have your own business, run your own business, learn how to, you know, just learn business in general, you know, whether it's a, to apply to something that you want to do down the road as experience or if it's something that you are interested in, like in the industry, financial industry, you know, because they do teach you a lot of stuff. I'm telling you that some of the places that I, I worked at, they they had an amazing team of people that did a great job at just training you to I mean levels that you you, you couldn't even imagine. You know, it's like straight out of, out of a movie. I think I, I shared a few stories with you.
0: Right. Uh Wolf of on, Wall uh, Street esque stories, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean it got it got it got to the point where I mean it's just it's it's a different level where it really does test you physically and mentally. Like how bad do you want it? Like how bad do you want to be successful? You know, I I have so much respect for for those people that are that do multi level marketing. Uh, you know, it's it's not easy to 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 just you know whatever is it that that you're doing it's not easy to keep yourself going one because it like that's something that people don't tell you about like your road to success is going to be a little lonely sometimes like sometimes you're going to have to be your own cheerleader you know you're going to have to be the loudest voice in your head again going back to like people telling you it's not going to be worth it so these places that i that i was in right those two insurance places uh they were very good at like telling you to basically dismiss the noise out there. And th- you can take that, you know, as a life lesson. I almost feel like, you know, and, and the people that I got coached by, I mean, they were making some serious money. You're talking, you know, eight figures, you know, you're talking millionaires, you're talking to people, you know, a lot of people like they're so quick, especially with, um. I'm a, I'm a huge Grant Cardone fan. Um I
0: love Grant Cardone, Uncle G.
1: Yes. And he's I uh, and I like him. My my it was funny because he was actually introduced um uh, by one of my coaches, the, the guy that I was telling you about, uh, with the first insurance company, he was younger. Uh because he was wearing their wristbands uh that said don't be a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> which is a, a huge Grant Cardone thing, which honestly that got me through some some times, honestly. There was a lot of times where just things weren't going my way. I would hop in the car And I would just bawl my eyes out for a good two minutes because I was upset (laughs) that either the day didn't go as I thought or whatever. And I just kept thinking over that quote, just just don't do it. Just don't, don't be a little bitch, Osiris, just don't do it. And I would just like gather my thoughts and just like, okay, it's going to be cool. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's, I was very blessed and uh, when it comes to mentorship and, these places just teaching me so much about life in general you know I think that was one of the biggest things because I always wanted to make x amount of money you know it's like on a monthly basis I I set goals for myself which I think it's important for people if you want to go somewhere uh, you have to set yourself like deadlines of like when you're going to accomplish certain things whether they're like small or big you have to have deadlines so that's something that me and Donnie are really good at holding each other accountable when it comes to like you know okay so this is what we're going to do and this is when we're going to get it done and that's something that we picked up from from people that are making a lot of money and they have success in every area in their life you know, it's just, like, we have tons of notes in our in our laptops and, like, notebooks, you know, of just, like, life advice, what got them through. Because some of the people that, that, you know, we we listened to, we got coached by, um, they they spent a lot of money in their self-development. And a lot of them, too, they started from nothing. And I think that's important, you know, uh, that a lot of people have that mentality, too that it takes money to to make money or, you know, things like that, where you think a lot of people feel like they need like, just so much money, like probably millions of dollars to like start a business or they have to come up with like some crazy idea that's going to change, you know, everything. And it's just going to be like game changer and that's going to make them billions of dollars or, you know, whatever their goal is. And I think if you just like find you know, pick up really useful skills like again, people skills. Uh, learn how to sell. Definitely, that's a big one. And leadership skills like that gets you uh, that gets you pretty far too. Like managing and again, managing and leader and being and then getting to that level of leadership. Um, that's a big one too, where you could just apply it to what you're passionate about. You know, because one of the things that again, back to the money topic, it's just like once you make the money that that you want to make. Like it's just, and you don't feel passionate about what you're doing anymore, or it's affecting certain areas in your life. Do you really start to think if it's worth it? Right. If the money is worth it. You know, and that's what happened to me. And this is why I walked away from the life insurance industry. Something that a lot of people ask me about too. It's just like, well, you're so good at it. Why did you walk away? You know, or there's people like, oh my God, you could have been so good. Why did you leave? You know, and it's just one of those things where, Yes, you know, it was great, I loved it and I was very passionate about it, but it was affecting other areas in my life, like my health and my mostly, you know, Donnie's health, he actually ended up, you know, getting super ill from from, you know, doing the insurance business for just a year. Um, and he was if you know Donnie, Donnie is a, is a huge fitness guy. He's so into fitness. He's all about eating right and then boom. Like he gets sick. And it was from all all of the stress, I suppose. From, you know, because then it gets toxic too. Like you get to a certain point in business where, you know, it gets toxic. The people around you and a it could be very culture. Cut-throat. Yeah. Yes, it could be very cutthroat. Uh certain businesses where now you're like you know you feel attacked constantly and then you're you know uh it's just there's there was some drama involved sometimes that you know you don't want to be part of there's like the stress of then that then it gets the stress of like now now you're afraid to sometimes success is scary because and if you feel like people are going to look at you differently one and then two you feel like am I able to do this you know you freak out you have like a you feel paralyzed. Like you said, what is it? Analysis paralysis. You get that. You get that. And again, if your heart's not truly in the business you're in, it doesn't matter how much money you're making. You know, it's just, it doesn't matter how much potential money you can make too, because there was a lot of great businesses that I want to be involved in. You know, I think, I think honestly, the logistic business is a, it's a, it's a wonderful business to be in. You know, it's, you can make a lot of money doing that. And I was actually going to pull the trigger on that. And I didn't do it because I got a taste of it. I got a taste of uh, uh, dispatching actually trucks. I didn't like it. Not one bit. Did not enjoy it. And I was like, do I see myself going through this when things go
0: like wrong?
1: Because things are going to go wrong
0: right like if you're the business owner and your dispatcher quits and you have to take over that role
1: and and also you know somebody steals the you know the merchandise things happen things happen like that you know yeah. or you get sued for whatever reason uh because you know your driver hit somebody because he was texting or something like that you know it's just the liability aspect of it you know then you, you there's a whole different now you're thinking something else you know where it's just like you get scared <laughs> and I was at a point in my life too where I was just like okay well do I see myself doing this for the rest of my life why did I even and then I started to question my purpose like why did I even join the business to begin with was I was it something that I got talked into or was it something that I pursued well I was it was something that I got basically talked to and then later on found a passion for it but you know where I'm going with this. I, I really wanted to redefine that purpose to make it a healthier balance where I was able to, you know, make the income that I wanted to make while, you know, not jeopardizing, you know, my, my family, my quality family time, uh you know, spending time with people that matter to me. Because, again, like success is not just the monetary thing. It's, you know, using the gifts that because everybody has a gift. Like, I believe this 100%. You have a gift. I have a gift. Uh, people that are listening, they have a gift. Everybody has a gift. Some people, it takes them a lifetime to figure it out. <laughs> you know, some people figure it out very early on in their life. And some people are currently searching for that that thing that lights their soul on fire, I guess. And that that's what makes you successful. You know, follow your passion. And then it, it turns into, I guess, the money follows. You know, it's 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 kind of like, you know, think of think of people that made an impact in in society, how they weren't really chasing the money. They were they were chasing their dreams. You know, like Bill Gates, he loved computers, he loved building things. And then, you know, money followed. Mark, you know, Zuckerberg, he wanted to find a better way for people to communicate. You know, in Harvard and he just he had a passion for coding and just connecting people, and now he's making billions and that's because he he has a gift that he used and he shared with the world and uh, and that's success you know just and and again like having that found your gift, your passion, and also not jeopardizing your health and and family time because I'm telling you that i I've also met people who quote unquote seem to have it all money, money wise, popularity wise, likes that they would trade that to have a good relationship with their spouse or with their kids.
0: So what would be, you know, you were just talking about all of us have gifts and, you know, it's just, we're all on different paths. So we cultivate them maybe at different times, mm-hmm. uh, right? Right. But what is your gift? What's your superpower? What makes you unique?
1: I'm definitely very stubborn, <laughs> which a lot of people see it as a as a negative thing. I see it as a very positive thing <laughs> because once I'm, I'm very persistent with with what is it that I want. You know, if I want something, I go for it. I don't care if you know what people think and that and that's a huge thing too like you have to stop letting what others think get to you or stop you from doing stuff you know this whole Colorado thing for for us for me and Donnie um I mean I quit my job that I had just got promoted for and it was one of those things where You know, where I was still trying to find, again, because this just happened to me. After I didn't leave the insurance business not long ago. I was trying to find my purpose again. So that's another thing, like, you have to basically try different things, you know. And that's another thing that I think is part of my gifts. I'm not afraid to try new things, you know. Um, and, And that's huge, too, because people are so afraid, again, of what people think. Uh, because me coming out here by myself, a lot of people are like, well, what are you going to do out there? Well, I don't know. I'll figure it out, you know? Uh, and, oh, well, you just got a promotion, you know, and you say you could do it. What are people going to think? Like, well, it's what makes me happy, you know, at the end of the day. And I did question that this, what was the purpose behind me doing this job? I I loved the people around there. They were so sweet. They were very sweet people. And I, that, that does matter in the workplace it really does working with individuals that just like are about your growth that I think that's what environment
0: and culture and mentorship and opportunity for growth are.
1: Yep. And, and the place that I was, yeah. And the place that I was at last, you know, when, before I left Chicago, they had that, you know, they had that going, but it was one of those things where I just, you know, again, with the deadline, the times that me and Donnie hold each other accountable um, he was like, well, we said May or June, we were already going to be there. And I'm looking at the calendar and it's getting close. <laughs> it was like a week away. And I was like, but I mean, I guess, you know, I, I just, I don't know. You know, I, I started to really like, okay, so let me think about this for a second. And I was like, okay, you're right. You know, and that's definitely, like I said, gifts, I'm definitely not afraid to, to follow what feels right. Uh, and I'm very, um, what's the word? I definitely think there's, there's a higher power looking over me. That's 100%. Like I'm a very spiritual person um, because it just feels right to me in my heart. It just, or oh my gut. it feels right. And I just run with it and just things you know some people call it the universe the universe just lays things out for me or gives them you know a perfect window and i think a lot of people miss those windows too you know being able to see the opportunity that's another gift too being able to determine your opportunity your window of opportunity that's huge being able to make that decision fast and jump
0: you know there's a what does that process look like for you because that's very important that you say that, like, that's actually one of the main tenets of um, Trep life. like the, this is a podcast, but I have a book that I'm going to write that's corresponding with this. That was the initial concept behind Treplife was a, is a book trilogy, right? Okay. And so, but like windows, like I could write a whole book and I actually plan on writing a whole book just on windows of opportunity.
1: Yeah, I think I think a lot of people miss their window of opportunity because they're afraid to jump and do it. They 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 have a lot of self-doubt of could you know, a lot of people they they like to think of the negatives first because they like to play it safe. You know, and I hate that word, playing it safe. You know, that's why a lot of people there's a, honestly there's a lot of talented people out there. I've have come across a lot of very talented individuals. But Everybody, you know, you could be talented, you can have a lot of potential, but that's sometimes all people have because they miss this windows because they think of all, they, they place scenarios in their head of what could go wrong. You know, and if you listen to the people that are, you know, very successful, especially if you're into listening to podcasts, you hear a lot of people say, you know, just, just do it. You know, what if it works out? You know, what if it does work out? You know, there's a possibility because things are going to go wrong. And that's Absolutely. something that Yes, and I think that's something people fail to realize. Like things are gonna go wrong. You period. have to take that into
0: an account. Like yes, there's no such thing as just having a plan A. Like you right. need plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, plan F. Like Right.
1: Like the like
0: whole alphabet. Saying... And then you might need like yes. plan A one, plan A two, plan A three.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's how that's how you have to do it. You know, but you have to always go into the mindset that It's going to work out because that's powerful. Also, speaking into existence is huge. Uh, I I truly do believe that, I mean, there's there's multiple studies that back this up too. We don't really use our full brain capacity, right? Uh, Not even like half of it, you know, and I believe there's an instinct there in our brains that literally you speak into existence like us humans we're, we're very powerful and I, again i think people miss that too like again with the window of opportunity like people if you only knew how powerful you are with your with your thoughts with your words you know you wouldn't be as afraid to jump and go ahead and do things when you know opportunity does present itself uh, like for instance i had a friend um well he's still a friend of mine who very successful guy. Hey everyone, this is Osiris Palma. And here's my story. I'm sharing on the Treble Live podcast. We can stay connected on social media via Instagram or Facebook. My Instagram is the following osiris.m.palma. That is O S I R I O-S-I-R-I-S.M.P-A-L-M-A. Or via Facebook, which is Osiris Palma. I hope my experiences inspire you. And remember, dreams over doubt. Stay updated by checking out the new episodes of the most eclectic podcasts in the world on Wednesdays and Sundays. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Trap My Podcast. We will dive into the immersive worlds of entrepreneurship, empowerment, and empathy with an emphasis of hip hop culture. All of these concepts will be dissected and connected via a historic lens. Prepare for an engaging transformation. Just as a friendly reminder, If you are experiencing value and insight from Trap Life, support the movement by liking, subscribing, and sharing the podcast. Writing reviews, blogging, are also other ways you can show love to our Trap Life podcast. You are instrumental in our impact and influence on the world. Here at Trap Life, we wish you peace and vision on your journey. Hey, this is Jen LaFort Who's and here's my story I'm sharing on the Trep Life podcast. Let's stay connected. Follow me on Facebook at Jen LaFort Who's or my Instagram page, or follow me on LinkedIn. I hope my experiences inspire you and remember dreams over doubt. Stay updated by checking out new episodes of the most eclectic podcasts in the world on Wednesdays and Sundays.